I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, was that, that was something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Correction. Just do it! It makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure Supercoach 360 podcast. Yeah, what's going on? How are we doing? Welcome to Supercoach 360. It is your boy Juzzy J. Welcome to 2022 NRL. Um, got a massive show for you tonight. I'm in the coach's box with, of course, my two faithful companions, Bergs and Con. How are you doing, fellas? You go, mate. Oh, age before beauty. I'm good. How are you? Bergs, how are you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Yeah, how, was your, <laughs> how was your off-season? Uh, busy. Busy? Yeah, very busy. What were you busy doing, mate? Uh, just, you know, um, trying to build a bit of a team. What were you doing? Building a team? Yeah. Sort of team? Oh, Supercoach team? Well, if anyone noticed, Con was a part of the racing. He did a bit of BBL, uh, Supercoach racing with um, Glenn, Guy. Roscoe, Guy. And was Brad involved with that as well? Timbo. Timbo. Um, yeah, so. And then for BBL, we had the boys step up again. We had, uh, yeah, we had Dan as well. He stepped up as well in the in the racing. And again, same boys stepped up for BBL. It was good. Um we got a heap in the pipeline coming up for Supercoach, mainly with all them boys. Um, they're all part of the team, so we're looking for expansion, and yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> all right. Some big things uh, on the horizon for the franchise, by the sound of it. Uh, Con, what about you, matey? How was your off-season, bud? Obviously busy with uh, racing and BBL. You didn't really stop the Supercoach? No, I did racing. I didn't do the BBL. No? Yeah, no, I decided to give myself a break. Yeah, it's it. sometimes you need it. Yeah, definitely. I ended up watching a lot of the cricket, although I didn't do the Supercoach side of it, but I ended up actually, yeah, getting to watch a lot of cricket. Yeah. Not complaining, so... No, it was good. Yeah, exactly. Nice and relaxing to watch sport without having to worry about Supercoach sometimes. Uh, but we're here to talk NRL, boys. 2022, the app has launched. The game is back. There are some changes. We've got a few changes to go over tonight. We're talking, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's some more trades on offer this year and there's some different sort of trade structures going around this year. Um, so we've got a little bit to talk about there. Of course, we've got the NRL rule changes that we've got to talk about and uh, whether that's going to have an impact on our super coach or not. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. If you're on the Facebook, make sure you jump in the comments, say good day. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've missed you. It's been a little while, so jump in, say good day. If you've got any questions, start shooting them through. Um, so I think probably first up, our group codes. If you guys want to join the overall group, the Supercoach360 overall group, that is in the Supercoach app, grab your Supercoach, uh, grab your phone out now, open up the Supercoach app. Make sure you go to the league section, groups up the top, 790873 is your six-digit code, all right? 790873 for the Supercoach 360 overall group. 
for this year. Jump in there. We always have a lot of fun in there. Uh, I'll let you know off the top two, we are not personally going to do cashies this year, but we do... uh, it's in sort of, you know, we're going to tell you to go to uh, Broad. Broderick runs some cashies, has done as part of the Supercoach Tragics on Facebook for a little while. Um, Bergs, do you know the, the name of the group that you actually got to go for a ply there, buddy? Uh, Minimal Shares. Uh, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. All right, cool. So, yeah, if you are looking to get on the cashies, send us a message or hit us up or just try and find Broderick throughout the Supercoach groups. He runs really good cashies, pays on time on uh, every year. So on time, every time, contact Broad for all your cashies. Um, while you're in your leagues, if you want to throw out some public leagues, I've got some public league codes for you, 853-959-776-323-and-559-044. We'll give you those a little bit later on as well. Uh, so, boys, first thing we've got to talk about is the new game. So I think the, the biggest thing for us, super coach wise is probably the draw analysis. What's going on uh, with the draw? Have any of you guys actually had a chance to really dive into and start planning your Supercoach teams yet? Not that deep yet. No? No. Have you started to figure out who does have the best draws, though, and and how's that going to factor into you picking your Supercoach side? Have you guys picked a side yet? Well, exactly right. Rough rough draft. We're trying, but it's it's really hard, isn't it? Look, I've got a team, but I haven't filled the thing up. Like, I've literally... I'm three players short with 500 grand and no idea how to do any better. So the real question is, can you, I mean, you can't even get three nuffs for that. So oh, I'm in trouble, man. That's like, it. You've got to at least make one change. And then can you afford to start with, at the very worst case scenario, four nuffs? Can you start and run with 21 players? No. Then you are not finished yet. No, I'm, not, I'm way away from being home. But the facts are like we, I don't know what to do, especially now that I can junkie on with the trades as well. Like, that's something different about the year, so I'm just going to probably take a breath. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. All right, so just... speaking of the trades, I've, this has only come to my attention fairly recently. And uh, if you haven't checked what's going on this year, uh, there has been some major changes uh, to the way trades happen. So now you've got two trades uh, each round, but what you'll have is five trade boosts, which you can use uh, one per round to apply one extra trade per round. So you can do that a total of five times, uh, including at buy time. Buy time has changed as well. We've got two smaller trade rounds, smaller, two smaller trade rounds um, of three trades uh, throughout each of the round 13 and 17 buys instead of having the super trade five rounds in the middle uh, and you can still use a booster in those buy rounds so you can have a maximum of four trades in those rounds so it really gives the opportunity to spread out trades and if you just sometimes need to do you know how sometimes you've got to do that big move like you've got someone who's massive who you've got to get on this weekend um, like say turbo or something like that someone who's expensive and you and you've got 
maybe two guys who you've been waiting to ripen up or something like that, or two people that you can move on happily even. But usually you've got to make the choice, well, do I get rid of two guys now and bring in one guy next week? Or do I go one, try and get the one and then figure out what I'm going to do with the other weight later on? Well, now you don't have to do that, do you? That's pretty cool. It's lazy. Really? Wow. In my opinion, yeah. You're not a fan. Oh, look, don't get me wrong, it's beneficial, but for those actual crucial planners, like the people that actually crunch numbers and that, they've sort of now taken the hit. If you wow. know what I mean, because someone that's picked the wrong team can easily, quickly change it early on, you know what I mean? Or you can go straight on the run. If, you, if you're on, on top of point, if you, if you hypothetically get first position that week or up close to the top 100 even, you just start burning through them, man. You can pull in your fastest possible team and then just but try that, to maintain from there, if you it. know what I mean. I mean, that's a gamble... That's now part of the game because that's a gamble that you, if you take, you might end up at the end of the season with a bunch of resting, injuries, suspensions. Well, they've already, I think also you'll find it finishes 24. Does it finish 24? What's that there? The head-to-head, the head-to-head grand final now doesn't happen around 25. It happens in round 24. Yeah? Yeah, so... That's Ooh, okay. That, so generally, that's when we're all losing. That's another thing. Especially that the, resting. The crucial planners have lost again because come last year, I had I had nineteen players, and I beat you on the back of having nineteen players. Oh, about twelve, something. You know, and you you fell short by three hundred points in the end. Which, yeah. Which was easy covered by what five players? You know, yeah. I mean, four players. So yeah, it's one of them things like people who mm. actually planned for that. Who were going to get rested in the end? There, they, yeah. they they are now going to sort of get ill rewarded. If now, you know. here's my thinking behind why some of these rule changes have come out. Personally, I think it's good that they're telling us all at the start of the season because then the crucial planners, these guys are good at that Bergs. That's what they do. Now they just have new rules to work within, which might take some of them out of the strategy they may have developed in the off season to an extent. But I think they're going to have more fun with this than probably anyone else because it gives them more variables to plan with. And the other thing is, right, if you look at what happened with BBL, it went, it went haywire. It went sideways. And people playing the Supercoach game, you know, looking at all their sixes, stars gone and stuff like that and just all of the team gone, which was fuming, right? They're fuming. Their entire season could go up in one week and something that's completely beyond their control and they weren't prepared for. So I think by doing this, it's sort of giving you, like, if you want to go burn and trades like an addict, like you said, man, you can do that. But I think what will happen is you'll end up using all those trades far earlier in the season because of the way you can keep using those boosters and use all those trades and use all those buy round trades. You might start running out of trades around 17. And if you're in that position, well, you're going to Well, you be... get, it's not 1.3 anymore. It's 1.6 around. So you've only got to. I'm pretty sure it was 1.6, 1.7 last year with the 42 no, was... trades, wasn't it? No, not last year. Maybe the year before, the year before when I was COVID. When it was COVID. Now, what happened, that's another thing. What happens if you've got to use your trade boost? If if you've got, say, let's say you've got three roosters, right? Yeah. And the roosters team gets struck down with COVID. You you got to waste your trades and trade boost. You know what you I might. mean? It's one of them things where you, you, a bit of luck's going to come in. Massive luck's going to come in this year, especially with COVID. Exactly, man. Look, there's heaps of variables in this game. Anyone can take a head knock at any time. Now people are going to be able to maybe be out because of COVID. At least like, we know that that's a possibility, especially given the, the way the game's run for the last couple of years. 
We know that's a possibility. So I think that just goes into the way you plan your side. I think this year is going to prove that if you don't have trades at the end of the season, well, your season could be over well before you wanted it to be because it's going to be essential to have them. This, if anything, is going to put in trade discipline because, yeah, you can blow through them all really, really quick, but you are going to be really struggling towards the end and you won't find that out to the end of the year. Only time will tell, but I dare say people that don't have those trades at the end, especially if things start getting hectic at the end with injuries and things like that thrown in there as well, COVID outbreak towards the finals or something, mate, things might get topsy-turvy. If you don't have trades, just watch your season crash and burn. And the people that are going to be at the top, they're going to know that. They're going to plan for that. They're going to have to think about that because otherwise they'll watch themselves fall from grace eventually. I think it makes it easier for the ones who don't do as much research to catch up. Yeah, yeah I think it definitely gives an advantage to people like us <laughs> compared to people like them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's made it's you just added way more luck to the game. If you know what I mean, like you just now you're planning. If you've poor, if you've planned poorly, you can just boost your way out of it. Now, here's something which I've actually thought for a little while. Right when people have said that, um. We might have done this to ourselves, hey? What do you mean? Well, personally, not us, because we've never scored well. Good work, boys. Fuck off. You were running your mouth about it last year. <laughs> we were, no, 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 no. But you know what I mean? Like, we've contributed to the team. But when you look at it, podcast um, person last year took out number one. Year before, podcast person took out number two. Maybe, if anything, the podcasts have shown that it's possible to game their system or like really know, know how to work their system. And so they've just had to add more variables to their system to try and take away from people being able to plan their way around the game too much. Maybe we've done this to ourselves. Who knows? If a Pelquist person takes it out this year, probably not. Well, I just think they've left... There's so much that they could have changed that got left unchanged. You know what I mean? Like, defensive area of the game goes so unrewarded. Yeah. Instant. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there's so many things that they could have looked at because, um, like, you've got to think how many dudes at the end of the game finish on a 20 but fucking deserve way more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they've done the extras, they've done this, they've done that, but there's no reward for that, you know? And it's like, if a guy's constantly running up and making them tackles inside the seven metres or the six metres, like, if he's getting there and he's putting pressure on, he should be rewarded with a bit of extra. With the double point, if yeah. he's If he's holding dude up over the try line and save it. They say it. Every every commentary team on the planet nearly says it for football. If you hold the try up, it's as good as scoring one. They you give you three I mean? points for that. They should, They do now. Yeah, they started last year. Oh, there you go. So there's well, points you for that. And, like, there's just so now, many three th- points is much, like you said, for saving a try. And what's a try worth? 17. There you go. You know what I mean? Plus you get all your line breaks and everything and that. If What if hypothetically it reversed around? If, if oh, mate didn't score that try and say... You say, start getting too much into hypothetical then, though. That's no, the but I mean, like, the line break then should still go to old mate as a, a completed line break if he doesn't get the try. What if old mate makes the tackle? Oh, who he knows? He could get rewarded that line Do we break actually himself. sit in the box and figure out how they do the scoring? Because I think we're getting a little bit no, off. No, but I'm just saying, like, so much got left. Like, yeah, there's, the, the you defensive know what? area, for sure. There's a massive hole there where blokes are still scoring 20 and... All 30s and stuff, they're chugging along, but they really should be getting more, you know. Like, there's there's just an area there, I think, if they're going to look at something, that's probably where I'd like to see changes made, like defensive people getting some reward. So what do you guys think about splitting the trade round for the buy rounds up into three rounds for uh, three for each instead of the five for the super trade? 
If you're dirty on the trade boost, what do you think of the other way we do trades now? What? What do you mean? Uh, we get two buy rounds instead of one. Two, three trade buy rounds. Yeah. So are you happy with that? Or is that more of a playing into the I think we've had. I think we had that before the super super buy round. Wasn't that how it used to be? You got an extra trade during the buy round weeks. Um, if mm. I recall correctly, dudes, ladies, gentlemen. It could coaches. be. No, it could have been. Yeah, I think I think that's how it went yeah. before you got the super trade round. Before the big five trade round, I think you got uh, three trades during the buy rounds. That's where those extra trades sort of got used through the year. I don't, sure, I don't know. Because Origin used to be on the Wednesday, so there was no room for the Super Bowl around because there was no international weekend or anything. And now the one's on the Saturday. That's where it come from. So I'm not sure. That's a long time ago, buddy. All righty. Well... <laughs> So you guys pretty much are dirty on all the rule changes. Nah, yeah. look, look, don't get me wrong. I'm just dirty because I thought I'll play the... Oh, I'm stoked. Like, oh, all right, this cool. brings me right into the game now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, personally, I think it's a good thing. Like I said, I think there's a, a certain risk to, to running it. I think it brings more strategy into play. Are you going to conserve trades or are you going to burn trades? And ultimately, when you when your team's in trouble... Because of something that's happened to your team, you've got the ability to fix it. Whereas when you were waiting for these other trade rounds and buy rounds and stuff like that, it was all rigid. Well, that made it real hard. Because as you know, an injury to an expensive player can decimate your thing. It can put you a week and a half behind because you're now going off your trade strategy. You're bringing in someone to cover for an injury because you have to because they're massive. And you either don't have enough money or you end up with surplus cash you don't want to waste. This might give you the option to do dual upgrades at the same time and make some drastic changes to your team. So, yeah, I'm, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but I'm personally very excited for it. You know the other rule change which I'm loving? And I don't know I don't know if this is confirmed. Please confirm it on Facebook if you know this to be true, but I do believe they are not going to give the cash prizes to single-week players now. They can look I at think it. they stamped that out in BBL already. I, yeah. think that got, I think it got quashed. There's a lot of mention of it. I don't actually look, look into it, but... I hope yeah. so, and if uh, if it hasn't been decided upon yet, uh, then, yeah, I think we should definitely push for that to be the case. Feel sorry uh, for whoever wins week one. No, that would, <laughs> that, that would probably be different, but, yeah, I think I think they're getting rid of burner teams. I think you have to play X amount, X amount of rounds, so. Yeah? Yeah. Percentage, maybe, of the rounds already run. Good. That would be good. Uh, it'll allow people to get into the game a little bit late in the season, but, uh, yeah, they're not just put up straight burner teams. Just quickly before we, like, jump off rule changes and that, um, the, I think next week, was it next week or the week after we have Guy, um, he'll be talking draft. Now, that is where a lot of rule changes happened. All right. You know what I mean? So, I know he's doing some things on draft. Or I also know uh, if you're looking for some things on draft and draft is up your alley, you're a draft NRL draft super coacher, make sure you hit up Fig Jam Draft and Dynasty Sports Podcast, right? It's run by Rick Harrington. Rick, start. Where's your cup? Fuck you. I don't know. Uh, It's probably in the cupboard over there. Go grab it. Um, Yeah, he he puts a lot of work into it. He's a dedicated drafter. He actually runs Dynasty Draft for NRL super coach as well, which nobody else is doing. Um, but yeah, he's definitely all across draft and draft news, uh, and he'll be hopefully bringing us a little bit of content on draft and helping you guys through it uh, on the potty in a couple of weeks as well. So guys getting into it, Rickster's already started doing some stuff on it. Um, yeah, so if you do have draft, we don't really cover it on this show, but 
we will have all your draft needs covered and we will point you in the right direction to satisfy that craving. Um, all right, so the draw. Who's actually managed to take a look at the draw and figure out like who... who uh, I mean, well, first question, who's playing the first buy round? I uh, didn't get that far into it. <laughs> uh, like what I did get into Panthers, was... Roosters, Storm. No, uh, no Storm, sorry. So Panthers, Roosters, Seagulls, Titans, Raiders, Bulldogs, Warriors, Cowboys. That's some whack. But you know, that's, that's origin depleted. Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, you've got a few high-ceiling clubs there. Manly without Turbo, it's debatable. But No Pan- Turbo, no Cherry, you'll think. Yeah, that's it. Panthers, um, obviously still a high-ceiling club, have the potential. Roosters, the same. No Nath. But, yeah, I know. They, they do miss star players. No Burton to back up either. Yeah. 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 yeah, it'll be interesting to see who does fill the hole in the halves this year. Well, just just quickly touching on that, I've seen it post, I think, uh, I think I've seen it from Glenn, but it actually came from Wilfred. Uh, Glenn from Tragics, if, what is it? NRL Supercoach Tragics. He's got the post on his page. Um, Nafe's had a setback due to COVID and will not be playing until round three or four. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. that's making things a bit easier. Well, I mean, easier but more difficult. You've got to try find a million dollars to bring him in when he does come back, if he comes back firing, because he's got to get real quick into Origin then, if he I think to play you, Origin. I think you just look at you. No, he's walk-up staff, Origin. Best yeah. options to get there, if you know what I mean. Especially if you've got to boost malingering around, you can uh, boost your way to knife pretty easily. Yeah. Because you would have got at least one price change, so if you um, play your cards right and pick the right guy... He could go up a little bit if you pick the right couple of guys and use your boost. Yeah, but you might also need to have some cash sitting on the bench aside, knowing that Nathan is going to be the, the you know. But the but crack. if he don't come back to round four, is there any any point getting him in? If he still outscores every other halfback every other What's week. What's their draw? What's their draw after round four, Con, for us? Dogs, Broncos, Raiders, Titans, Eels. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty yeah, sure, yeah. Sounds like he's worth getting in, doesn't it? <laughs> Shit. Won't beat the dogs, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going up against Birdo. Yeah, you'll smash Birdo. Sorry, Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. All right, so that's some breaking news with Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Uh, what about the Manly draw? You said they're playing the first one. Obviously, Tommy's a hot contender. He'll um, be in origin, bro. But yeah, I know, but Tommy also generates lots of points for... Um, That'll be a Garrick week. People on his... <laughs> Yeah, people on and around him. What's their draw looking like? You know, well, they the start with around. Panthers and Roosters. Yeah. So not a great start for them. And you got Dogs, Raiders, Knights, Titans, Sharks, Rabbits, Tigers, Broncos, Eels, Storm. He could get his break even of near 300 <coughs> against the Dogs. But the, Okay, but look at it this way, right? This is the way I not keep thinking year. about it. If he comes up against the Panthers and the Roosters in the first two rounds, is there any way he can maintain his average of 150 and not drop three, four hundred k? Oh, he scored. I'm his... going no. I'm going yeah. to say fucking maybe, eh? Fucking maybe, eh? Sorry. That's the professionalism in Berg coming out. He's Sorry. really put a lot of work into it in the offseason. No, no. I'm going to say yeah. You yeah. know what? <laughs> he's all, he's a chance man. You got to remember he's he's the he's the um, Teddy of last year. 
the must sort of like if he was only seven hundred k must have. Oh, like even even his price have, ha- even right? at his price tag is nearly a must have because oh. he's got well, he's it's possible. We know it's possible that he could do that. It, the the chances okay, that's a different question. I don't see him cracking a hundred in both games. I can see him cracking a hundred in one of them. Maybe the Panthers game. Panthers, despite like they won the grand final, they lost a few. They did, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a bit of a restructure for them. Nath won't be there round one, um, guiding them around for points. Uh, there's a chance Tommy could easy get his one fifty in that. But the Roosters, I think, full strength is Lindsay Collins back round one. Does anyone actually know I that? I think so. Yeah, full strength Roosters, man. They fuck. They're they're a horrid team to come up against. That Trent Robinson teaches them that that weird defensive thing where they just where someone always fills the hole, eh? Like you look and someone's mm. always filling the hole, like yeah. So I oh, I don't think he'll he'll turn up that game, but Pan- Panthers game he's he's a shot at getting his break even, and then against the Dogs he'll easy easy get one fifty. No, nah, I think he'll come back to the field big time this year. He'll be under nine hundred k within six weeks. Really? Mm. Well, I'm not getting on. Personally, I, I don't think I can afford it. I can't justify it because if he does lose that cash, well, well, for the price you can have Teddy and Pappenhausen. Yeah, for the same, nearly the same money. Like that's that's the whole position there covered for that money. Whereas you've only got half the position covered for for Tavoyevich. Then you've still got to go find money for another one. Yeah, I don't think um, who's the kid that they're saying is going to take it off Charles Nickel Clockstad. I think they're all Xavier Savage fucking. Nigel Klogstad's a gun. I don't know what people have been watching, but he, he's a good fullback. I think it man. might be more his body letting him down than his talent. Um, well, maybe, but he's had, a, he's had an off-season. You'd have to think he's fit. I don't see how they're talking Savage. I mean, Savage... Did when, you see him play he, last year? Who's Savage? Yeah, I would have. Yeah, all right. I, don't yeah, I was about to say, when Savage came <laughs> in last year, he did impress. Yeah, and, uh, I don't did. remember it. I'll be honest. I, I, I think he only played play. one game. But, yeah... He played one off the bench, but he wasn't supposed to be on. But Look, right. I still think Chansey will start there anyway. Like, Chansey was there. He's their, their fullback, in my opinion. Not anymore. Yeah, he is. Okay. So, the Raiders, what, what's their draw looking like? Mm. No, lost oh, lost. he's closed it. Spewing. Yeah. Anyway, um, what are your plans? How are you, how are you looking at? What are you looking at spending your money on this year? Like, where are you looking at spending your money? Like, let's hear your... Because you're what? This is your fourth year now. Fourth year, yeah. Fourth yeah, yeah. year. What we'd like to think we've taught you something. So, you know what I mean? Judging by... You do? Look, what I'm looking at is I want some reliable second rowers, but I think I'm going to go for a couple of guns, a couple of mids. I need a couple of solid guys. But uh, I know I need a second row because they've got the potential to get over the line for me. Aside from that, fullback is where I'm spending the majority of my money. Halfback, a gun for halfback and five-eighth. Otherwise, two gun halves, ideally. There's no such thing. To oh, I don't want to be the, the burster of the bubble, but it's Nath and then fucking Daylight. Pardon, well, yeah, yeah, but that's it. I need someone else in there, so I want the second highest person in that position as well. Because if, if I need to have that position filled, it's a tight position. Same with hooker. I need to get the best hooker and then... Well, that's another thing, man. Like, who is the best hooker? Like, I know Harry Grant, even coming off the bench, uh, still average best hooker 
by points, didn't he, last year? He still finished with the highest average, I think, just over cheese. Now, I know everyone's going, oh, yep. there's no Dale Finucane, there's no this, there's no that down there. They don't there. need it. Those are just I, the ones that do a lot of yeah, the work. Yeah, but I still think, if you notice, cheese last year slimmed down a lot. Yeah. From the start of the year. He was a tank when he first took the field round one. He was ready to play that lock forward Roman role. By round seven, he was trim, trot, ready to go. Like Suspicious white powder does that too. Well, it does, but he lost a few kgs and he was off. You know what I mean? And <laughs> for me, I, I can't see him changing their strategy, mate. I can't see him changing their 15 minutes if they're doing terrible. Bring on Harry Grant if they're doing well. Harry, don't come what on about, to the 20s. What about no you know? Dale Finucan for lock? No big Nelson Soft Solomona for lock? No Tui Kamikamika? Well, that's where... That's, where that's three monster big middle forwards who played huge minutes last year. Tepo, missing. Tepo Moroa, my sneaky get, if anyone's not on him, probably look at him. He'll play lock, I think, and he'll give good minutes. Yeah, no, Cheese will play lock. I don't this think... This is a way to satisfy them both, even though Cheese is out the door anyway. But that's, so that's the thing. I don't think they need to satisfy both because they don't need to satisfy Cheese. And there's one thing that their dual hooker combination proved last year. It can rip through teams. Well, they do need to satisfy Cheese. You don't want him kicking stones and leaving after three weeks for the Roosters and he, fr- taking a premiership with him. He can't... He can't Kick his stones and leave after three what, weeks. He, oh, yeah, okay. He's got Uncle Nick in the bags. <laughs> Uncle uh, Nick can do anything. Look, I mean, Ed, that's it. He wants to go do what he wants to go do at the Roosters, but there's a real good chance, and he knows that, if he listens and does what he's told, he could take another ring to the Roosters. Right? Like, oh, look, you know the what? Storm it's... are a legit chance every single year. That two-hook combination devastated teams last year. If, if they can find anyone else to fill in those big forward roles, which... Mate, look, they dropped all the massive ones. They dropped the big bad boys of rugby league and didn't miss a step. You think Finucane and Nico Hines is going to make a massive yeah, difference? Yeah, Absolutely. A, he locks shit down, Absolutely. Man. I hate to break it. He brings you, the attitude and everything. Finucane can fucking touch one side of your lounge and the other. Yeah, oh, he's, a, he, he's a big boy and you, you do what you're told. You don't get, no, but he doesn't miss nothing. Yeah. He, he literally has the wingspan of a pterodactyl. Like <laughs> nothing gets past him, bro. And and if you've got your middle locked down, that means no hookers making the dark through there. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. know, there's no meters. You watch a Melbourne game, no meters on offer anywhere. You'll notice meters a little bit more meters on offer this year. You've got smaller men doing the job. Like they've lost the two biggest dudes, and I think Nels can only play in Victoria. He can't play anywhere else. He can't play in Victoria. I think oh, it is. He can only play in Sydney then. I don't think Queensland's having him either. They've no. already stated they're not having him. So, Big Nelson's got four games this year before he goes to Japanese rugby. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, look, I mean, I, th- I think they'll have backup plans in place. I don't know if we know exactly what it is yet. I think the trials might be yielding a lot of information about that. Grant will be nine, Smith will be 13. Yeah? That's, yeah. Your, that's your call? Yeah. All right. What about you, bud? Where are you going to spend your money this year? Like, What are you thinking to yourself? No, a little bit everywhere, really. Going to two gun fullbacks, obviously, you have to. What, Teddy Pappy, or are you, you swinging, you're out, you're swinging <sighs> back to your boy? Your boy? I can't, I can't go trail because he's out to a round three. It's just too much. Yeah. That could be 200 points there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you massive. Bring him, so you bring him in round three then? No, nah, no. Nah, if I don't start, we won't be bringing him in until God knows when. Or after Origin, you'd have to think it'd be the run home, if anything. Yeah, or until Pappy gets knocked out. Um, but yeah, just doing that, and then I've got four second rows at the moment, but I don't know if I'll be keeping that, and then just two shit hookers, two gun front rowers, 
and a little bit in between. Oh, I can't seem to find much love. Um, this year, I still haven't got a hooker. Who does he play for? Who? Much love. The Jets. Um, but yeah, I've done the same thing. I've gone Teddy Pappenhaus, and just because the cash factor, I can't, I can't have a non-playing fullback, if you know what I mean. Um, and I can't afford to go. I don't want to put Suwali there. He's still not a chance of even playing. I want them to. I want that sewn up for points. Well, you know what I mean? As much points as I can afford to get, and at the moment, there's no way I can afford turbo points. Well, that's pretty much. Uh, Teddy and Paps is pretty much turbo and a cheapie for around the same price. Is turbo going to outscore Teddy and Paps every yeah, see, week? Exactly. I no. doubt it. Like, Especially when it's put like that. It's like, yeah, for the same money, I could get more guaranteed points rather than having to take a risk. And you take, it's not like you're not taking a risk on turbo. Yeah, that's right. You know, like if you can you afford to lose 600K or 400K in the first three, four weeks of the season? Because I can't. And nope. a, a trade's worth that much too. So. You know what I mean? By the time you do a trade in, trade out, oh, I don't know, man. Like I just, I, I can't understand how people can justify it. But I mean, it could be an absolute power move. Oh, he, he could jump out to three, four hundred points ahead straight away. That's it. That's it. We all know that too. I mean, we don't. <laughs> well, even still, I can't afford him, so I don't talk about him much. If because yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't starting against the Panthers and Roosters, a lot more people would probably roll the dice and go with him. But because he got such a tough opening fortnight, they've kind of hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What's doubts in your mind? Who are you guys going at 5'8"? You've got to fill that position. At the moment, I've got Shoestar. Yeah? And um, Phoenix Crossland is where I'm at with that. Um, I liked Phoenix Crossland when he was on the field last year. Um, I don't know. Where's he playing? Halfback, won't he? No. I'd say it'd be Clune Clifford. Half 5'8". Oh, he just bought that Clune. Matt, hopefully he gets hooker then, Crossland. No, it's Randall's spot. He's my cheapy hooker. Don't go. Destroy my team for sake right. yours. Well, there we go. I've heard the Randall name jump around. It seems how we've gotten there, and we already touched on hookers with the Grant Smith uh, question as well. Chris Randall, cheapy hooker. You reckon he's definite goer? Oh, I like him. Just from his debut, he made 68 tackles on debut. So if he can get anywhere near those kind of numbers each week, even 50 a week for 245000 I think he is. I'm taking that every day of the week. Because he was a menace on debut, wasn't yeah. he? It was brilliant to watch. It was so such a good game to watch because he was just electric. I don't know if he can keep up that sort of standard, but if that's his attitude sort of thing going out there, then, yeah, I'm definitely jumping on it at that price. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, 
provided he doesn't uh, get injured or something like that, I imagine he'll be locking down that spot. Yeah, well, Braley's not coming back this year, so unless he plays terribly and Crossland does get a shot, it's his to lose, really, I think. All right, sweet ass. So then in the halves then, 5'8". Yeah, my sevens, I've gone... He's again. I've got, I've got Jackson Hastings at 5'8". Yeah. Oh. No, go, go, keep going. Is Jackson that, Is that who you're about to talk about? Yeah, yeah well, I've got that. We can right, we can segue in after you've talked. Go your other 5'8 first. Uh, Ilias from oh, yeah, Ilias, South. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm hoping he gets the nod ahead of Taff. And, well, he will for the first two weeks because Taff will probably play fullback. And so hopefully he can lock that down. And 205k, I'll take him. And he's playing at 5'8", so he's... Kind no, he'll be playing half-back, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so that's the other thing, though, right? Where are you doing... I mean, you're trying to get Cleary, otherwise you need a backup hook, uh, backup half to Cleary, or do you guys run with the cheapy with a plan to try and get Cleary in? Well, I've got the plan to get him in through Jackson Hastings, but... Yeah, I've I got the same thing. Hopefully Jackson Hastings come out and burst out a few good games, and Cleary can do the same. And then hopefully by the time they've peaked, and they've hopefully dropped a little bit, and... Welcome to my team, Nath. Yeah. Because you still get the two free looks at Nath, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's really not round six that you actually need to get him in unless he... Yeah, yeah depending on his comeback time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whether and he comes draw. out chomping out points, yeah. Hmm. All right. So that raises some interesting questions. What about the forwards? Do you guys... Uh... Well, no, I've still got me other halfback. And you've oh, still yeah. got a halfback to talk about as well, haven't you? Um, That's well, I went important. Jackson Hastings in there. And then I also went Jerome Hughes... At the moment, but I don't think I'm going to stick with Jerome Hughes. Because I would rate him as the second gun halfback. He would have been my go-to choice if I'm looking at Nath coming in round six or something. Well, I just want to look into, like, this is... I put Jerome Hughes there for the money factor mainly. Uh, If SJ is going to be playing with Curran on that side, Mm -hmm. um, just due to the the line that Curran runs is fucking... It's pretty. Aiken runs a decent line too. If he he gets the other edge. That's right. Either way, I'm... I'm fully looking at SJ. As he's getting older, he's more of a a put you through the gap man, and he he tends a facilitator. To be, he tends to be doing it a lot, and that's where he, I know he probably won't get the kicking over there, but why? Because someone else is at kicking. Walsh, isn't yeah, Reese Walsh. Mate, he's wide, but why? He's already got a bung leg. SJ, yeah, no don't point. put the pressure on the kid. Give him. He loves the pressure. If he kicks goals and goes well, I can finally get him back in my super coach team. Who SJ? And under good circumstances. Like, I, I really am looking at him, but I also got in the back of my head the same drama as he's injury prone. You know, he's, his legs are shot. He's he's just fucking getting older. But then you're know? talking about going Kiri, man. One head knock. What happens to him? Like, nah, I'm not going nowhere near that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a okay, risk I'm willing to take. Yeah, that's me. What, you're going to Kiri? Yeah, well, it's the same as Paps. Exact same thing, but everyone's going to run with Paps. I know. Kiri doesn't have the pedigree, perhaps, but same thing. But also, perhaps has only had the one head knock. We don't know how he's going to take no, the multiples. Got two, I think, last year. Oh, Bad so ones. That's right. He got a small one, a smaller one, and then he got a real gnarly one. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so, all right. I mean, look, for me, I see Kiri would be in a worse position um, than perhaps. Yeah, for some well, reason, I, just, I trust perhaps. For his career, he is, because he's probably one head knock away from joining Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think anyone's any more susceptible to being knocked out than anyone else, I guess. Yeah, you know what? He's got to remember he's the guy, little fella that takes it deep to the line. He puts himself in these 
positions to get the head knock for yeah. the sake of the team, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, well, like, that's it. He's just playing as hard as he can. Um, sometimes when you, you just get knocked out, man. Yeah, it's, and look, when he makes it through and when he doesn't get, when he doesn't take those hits, he can be devastating on the other side of it. Yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. For me, just as a super coach player, my concern is yeah, if we have the one head knock and it turns especially into a long-term thing, um, then you're sort of stuck because you don't always know straight away that it's turning into a long-term thing too. You know, sometimes when they've had these things, it comes out. It's like, oh, yeah, he'll just be out for a week or whatever. And then we're waiting. And then it's like, oh, no, he hasn't recovered. This might be a long-term thing or whatever. They don't usually come out in the night. Oh, you say, mean oh, a mad, yeah. eh? But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I think everyone's seen that coming, didn't they? What, the mad, eh? Yeah. yeah. I still went for it, though. Yeah, I still had him, too. Fuck, it's me. Uh, so, what about uh, your other half? Have you covered both of them now? Yeah, we done my two. You done your two? Yeah, we had Jackson yeah. Hastings. Well, my one's only, other one's only Luke Metcalf anyway, and he's used to oh, he won't even hold get the spot by now. Yeah. At the moment, yeah. So you guys aren't looking at Sam Walker on the back of last year? Nah. Not nah. Kiri back. I want to see how they go together. Yeah, all right, fair enough. I'll tell you, I'm itching to watch the trials. How exciting is it the trials are going to be televised on KO? Oh, yeah? Yeah, you, that's all, all the, right. All the trials are going to be on Fox this year, so you don't even have to worry. All of them? From what I understand, they've signed a contract with the NRL to get them all televised, all on at least the digital services. Hey. But I'm pretty sure they're all on Fox, yeah. Yeah, time. Yeah, right. So you don't even have to leave your lounge room and you get to watch all the trial action, really get a good look at these teams and what they're doing, some of the combinations they're looking at running or who's fighting out for spots. Take some names, keep them uh, for later on in the season. So um, what else have we got on the list to talk about tonight, boys? We've got a few things uh, still. So I want to say a massive shout-out to uh, NRL Supercoach Championship Rings. Um, they're going to donate us another ring. So the way you guys go about getting your hands on the ring this year, was remember a couple of years ago we did the... Uh, Chris Smith remembers. There's the shout-out, right? So all you got to do, take your phone, just record a little video, someone giving a shout-out, just getting to mention Supercoach360. Some people have found footy players, see if you can hit up a commentator or someone at the ground, cheerleaders, whatever. Be highest, creative. Highest yeah. profile player or person I'd, will win the prize. I dare say if you can somehow get, you know, the kennel or something at a dog's game to say good day to Bergs, it might go a long way to you. Uh, yeah, nah, get, no, get bias. no bias. No bias, no bias. All right, get him to say Supercase 360, Bergs, you're a legend. Um, the point is, get creative, try your heart out. we got the ring and it will be all yours. It's pretty easy. Footy players are generally pretty friendly. You never know who you run into, especially in the big old city of Sydney. So. All uh, Queensland. Um, Shitty Melbourne. Sorry. About the cashies, uh, it's the NRL Supercoach Tragics Cashies group on Facebook. NRL SC Tragics Cashies on Facebook. It's run by Broderick, and yeah, look, he does what he does every single year on time, every time. So get in on that. Um, okay, so the other thing I want to quickly glance on tonight, boys, is the rule change, uh, where they've changed now the penalty on the inside 46 against from last year, especially on the first and second tackles, from my understanding. Um, so when teams are pretty much deliberately trying to slow down the transfer and they play the ball in the first two sets coming out of... Uh, the first two tackles coming out of their own... or their opposition end, um, they're going to get penalised and pretty much just given the 40 metre, given the kick straight away. So... How's that going to affect Supercoach? I mean, Con, you're pretty well versed in the football world, mate. Can you break down how that rule change might affect me and my Supercoach game or some of my favourite Supercoach players and their scores? No, I, I don't think it will really at all, to be honest with you. It might affect the person who was giving away the most of them and he'll stop losing points, but apart from that, I don't, yeah, I don't think it'll 
effect too much. No? Nah. Oh, maybe first couple of weeks, I think, just to the adjustment that I think the penalties will be coming thick and fast again. Remember, remember last year when they just went stupid with penalties? No. You don't yeah. remember? They Magic went, round, yeah. They went nuts, man. I think for the first couple of weeks while they readjust, I think we're going to see some stupidity. But after that, hopefully... No, well, it won't take too much readjusting. They know now. They've got, what, two months but, to get their shit sorted. It's not that. It's the, it's the stupid... If you're the, if, if this happens two, three times in the, in the first ten minutes and you're the third guy to do it, you're gone. No, possibly. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, that's what I'm thinking. Like... It's deep, but they're blowing. They're, they've, that's where we're going. Well, sport, if you're like, the third person to do it in ten minutes, you should be fucking going anyway. If you can't learn after that, well, some people a bit hard to teach, man. I'm one of them guys. You know what I mean? It takes me a little bit. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, it won't be drastic change, but I think there'll be a little bit change. There'll be no change to a Melbourne, a Roosters or a Penrith. You don't think they'll they, learn? You don't think they're going to concede more penalties? As no, a they'll they'll this? they'll learn straight away. They 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 take these rules the day they come out and they they work their system and they they fucking play with it. They do it every year, man. You don't. There's a reason Melbourne hasn't dropped the first game in how many years, ever. I think Bellamy hasn't. Bellamy's never lost the first game. That's because Melbourne come in. There's no fucking nonsense from day one. They know the rules. They know their job. Didn't yeah. they, did they lose last year? No. Nah. No. Nah. I think so. I think they lost round two and then went on to win 19 straight or something. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, yeah, you check that. What are you up to, groups? Pardon, uh, yeah, look, I think I've done most of it, to be honest. I've done... Have you given out our... I'll give, give you out our group codes again. Our overall group code is uh, 790873. That's for the overall group in the league section of your Supercoach app. If you want to join some of our public leagues, first in, best dressed, 20 person leagues, um, free to join, uh, 853959, otherwise 776323 or 559044. Only join one of those leagues because we want as many people to be able to join and play as possible. So, yeah, only join one of the actual leagues, but everyone jump in the overall group. And yeah, that's about it. And look, man, I haven't had much time. I've 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 had a ch- bit of chance to sort of wrap my head around the app, uh, and some of the changes. Uh, haven't had a chance to really pick too much of a side. I know cheapies. I got no idea at this point, and everyone I talk to is pretty much saying the same thing we hear Where every year. Going? Yeah, uh, which is nice. waiting on trials. So I'm definitely just waiting on trials to actually kick in uh, and us to get there, so I can start seeing some of the. Uh, combinations that clubs are running with um i think the first game coming up what do you guys think of the uh not the charity shield the indigenous all-stars round missing so many uh, big name players this year i mean i looked at the teams today they look all right i'll admit but you definitely are noticing there's some big names that have been omitted from that for various reasons well i think you'll find you want you got something to say i can i got something to say well i don't mind it at all to be honest with you i like seeing the young kids come through and get their chance to shine against the other big names I think like testing you the other year for Tonga. Yeah, yeah, it was the Just Tonga burst onto the scene and now look at him now. So yeah, I think it's a good opportunity. Ooh. What was the question again? <laughs> All-Stars. Uh, oh, yeah, it... that's right. I think if you find the first year, the first even two, three years, it was like there was so many stars and then there was a, a, a heap of people you'd never heard of. I think that 
there was a group, there was a, a, literally a few blokes, not heaps, but there was three or four blokes that you'd never heard of in maybe both sides. And um, you're not thinking of the nines, are you? No, nah, I'm thinking of the first Indigenous game. I think it was against the All Stars. Yeah, it wasn't against the Maori. No, no, but it was the, the Indigenous All Stars had a few blokes you'd, you, that you that you knew they were going to get thumped just because there was blokes you'd never heard of playing football and. It was a good thing because they got to come out with the, their, their people and play the sport. Like, straight after footy season, nine out of ten of the boys go and play the, the knockout, the Koori knockout. Like, all in NRL boys, eh? Like, they go, all the, all the Indigenous boys go and play the Koori knockout. And I think they took a couple of boys from the Koori knockout to the... I'm not... Don't quote me. I'm not 100%. But I'm, I'm pretty sure there was blokes that played but hadn't played NRL yet. I think they play now, but at the time they'd never been heard of. They just come through great. Fair enough. All right. So, yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for footy to get back. I'm excited for trials. I believe the first game before trials is the All-Stars game. That kicks it all off, and then we start kicking into trials and charity shield and all that sort of stuff, don't we? Well, trials are on Fox, which is good, so we won't miss anything. Beautiful. I know you've already said that. But... <laughs> yeah, multiple times, but I'm glad you just recapped it in case anyone missed it. Oh, I just remembered something. They might have been listening to an ad or something. <laughs> I was on an ad. Reading their phone. Yeah, we know. Uh, well, look, I mean, do you guys have anything else to cover? Look, I just want to, like, stress the fact that we, like, hope everyone appreciated the fact that boys put in the hard work during the off-season, like, doing the racing and the BBL with the boys. Um, and, yeah, stay tuned because all the boys are going to have a lot to do over the next couple of weeks with Supercoach and the community. So stay tuned. It's in the pipe line. <laughs> um, what about you, Cole, mate? You got anything else? I mean, anywhere else you're going with your team or anything else? Maybe no, it's still a long stretch from here. Some thinking. I'll, go, I'll, I'll talk second rowers quickly with you. Um, is, have you earmarked anyone from the second row? I'm not going, like, just I remember last year, right? If you just remember, I went back and had to listen to the podcast, even. Um, two weeks before kickoff, I had. Mitch Barnett, I had David Feeder, I had someone else, all the blokes who went on runs. Didn't have a Madison, didn't have an Angus Crichton. Freed up some cash somewhere, got in these must-have guys. You know, and they were fucking must-haves at the start of last year. Every every podcast and every page was telling you, you got to have either an Angus Crichton or a Madison. Rada, rada, rada. This year I'm going to overlook that. Um, as, as and, and try to just get some of their mid-ranges that, that tend to juice up to it. Um, this year with no Connor Watson, I think Mitch Barnett's a good good buy. I think, can you say his name from Manly? You've got him too. Okola. Oh, Okola too. Yeah, weapon, weapon. He's only going to get better, I think, this year. Bungai's going to get better this year. Um, Maroa, we just spoke about Maroa down at Melbourne. I, I'm not 100% if that's the role he's going to play. I know there's a lot of speculation with Cheese playing lock and rada, 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 but... Tepai Moroa for $205,000. He, he is a genuine lookout for a start, I think. Uh, and so is Liam Martin with no Kurt Capewell. I think Liam Martin's probably looked to, to play big, big minutes this year and he'll probably be the go-to guy just because of his aggression. You know? well, I went back and had a look at Liam Martin over his scores last year when he actually started and played and 
They weren't that great. A lot of but the, they like, low forties and stuff. Was that when they had Charlie Staines out there and they just protected the shit out of him? Like they didn't send yeah, a ball he, that way all I'll, year. I'll tell you now, man. Watching Liam Martin play the game and progress over the last couple of years, no, nah, the dude is a monster. He's an absolute freak, bro. Well, he's slowly becoming the guy to go to. Like Yeo's good, but he's not going to give you that. But that guts are great. You can like, run as hard as you want. You can tackle as hard as you want. That's great. But still, only one super coach point. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, but does he it, have an offload? Like, well, not really. I don't think. Nah. Oh. But like we know, it doesn't always translate to super coach the NRL. So. So what are you looking at for second rowers? Like where where are you have you got any penned in yet? I'm looking at Liam Martin. I've been thinking about Bungai, and uh, I'm not sure about where else to go. I was contemplating: do I go for someone like a Gussie? Do I go for someone like Brandon Smith or something? <sighs> Um, but I'm not entirely sure. I think second row is going to be mid-range because I need to get points out of my second row. But the difference between, you know, like mid-scoring second rowers and high-scoring second rowers isn't a whole bunch in points. So if I can get mids that are going to work their way back up to that high end, I'll pick up their points and ideally make a bunch of cash. I just need to keep the value there because it's hard to then find the cash to juice up the value there if I don't sort of leave enough in there at the start of the season. I'm a bit ashamed of my second row. I don't know if I want to talk about it. Just go, mate. Mate, you've just taken your shirt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I'm still, I'm still more ashamed of my second row. Don't you worry. Uh, well, that, mate, I've got two Bulldogs in there. They're guns, but... That's right. I'm hoping they're going to be. I've got Luke, got Luke Thompson and Bangalore. Yeah. And I've got Olakowatu and Crichton. And then I've just got two nuffs on the bench at the moment. Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton, yes. Yeah, see, I I understand about Gus, man. I know he's potentially the best second rower, but I just can't I can't shell it out this year for him. He let me down hard last year. Got suspended early, remember? Mm. He's a weapon, though. He is a weapon. Look, he really is a weapon. But mm. I think for the money, I think I can spread it. I spread the love better elsewhere. Just thinking full strength roosters team, more attacking stats. Gus loves a try. Well I think I think you find Gus is on the other side, isn't he? I think Luke no, Keary no. sits there with um Tupanua and that's why Tupanua's points dried up last year. Well Keary only played the first three games. Yeah, and didn't Tupanua have good first three games? Possibly. Well Beemar's got a hat trick in two of them, I think. Teddy got a hat trick in one, double in the other. Yeah. It's one of those things like He's another one, man. Tupanu is another good buy, but after getting burnt so many times, without an attacking stat, he's he's no good to you at all. Like, you need someone that has a bit of groundwork in him. Yeah. Or you just do what Timmy did last year, kick out and just play in the right weeks, if you're that lucky. Yeah, but I don't think he had him all year. No, he didn't. So that was still an end-of-year decision once he had luxury trades, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jazzy, got anything? No, I'm just having a look through um, through some of the comments. So Brad Huxley's in there. Uh, he says, G'day, Mark Vows. Who's everyone's first pick? First pick was Teddy, I'll be honest with you. He was my very first pick. Yeah, I think Teddy was mine too. I went straight to Teddy and then uh, Puppy. Yeah. Yeah, probably the same. I think I don't know. But I'll tell you who your second pick <laughs> was was Brian Toto. Yeah, same actually. I worked my way up. 
No, I can't afford to owe. Well, I, that, that's a sacrifice. I had to look around, but there's no one, no one base-wise anywhere near him in the backs. He's just such a worker. He's so good. Can't see him losing money. He loves to try too. He's good at him. Well, I am a bit worried now that Nafe's not playing them first three or four games, though. Yeah, what's going to happen? Oh, they, they're just a bit clunky without him. They're not so... Mind you, they'll be doing all their pre-season and training without him. Yeah, it don't matter, man. You've seen, you seen last year when Tyrone May and... Um, oh, don't bring Tyrone May into it, though. Club, he's back next year, I heard. He's, nah, he's trying man, to get him back, mate. He's the favourite son of the club. He's definitely not. Um, he loves our OnlyFans. <laughs> Mitch Leggy says, yeah, the Bergsini. Um, Mitch. <laughs> mate, a few people have asked this question. Toby Sexton. He's a halfback. Do you go near him? And if not, why not? Look, I'm I'm not saying yes or no. It depends where he fills in. If he's next to David Fafita, fucking, you got assist galore. Yeah. You know. Um. But for me, he's maybe a wait and see. If if yeah, he's wait and see for me. You definitely wait and see. For me. Con. Yeah, my biggest issue is place with the Titans. But if he's got the big boy there... Yeah, but a lot of David Fafita stuff, David Fafita does. Yeah, but he gets the assist for nah, the not, not all the time. Yeah. Depends how it works out, I guess. <clears throat> Cole reckons uh, Con looks very lively. Doug Lee says uh, he likes the 24 being the final round for head-to-head. Saves getting caught out in round 25 uh, with... The actual NRL resting a lot of stars, so he's all a fan for that. On that, on that point, I get it. Um, like they were still doing it. Like if you if you notice, Roosters in Melbourne were doing it from round twenty three. They slowly rotated it around, so you still could suffer your loss anyway. You know? Yeah, look, you could, but at least it's not going to be a mass exodus. Yeah, not yeah, as exactly. bad as twenty five. Um, just so you guys know, twenty five does still count for overall. A few people have confirmed yeah, that yeah, one yeah, in the yeah. comments. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Timmy O'Connor, he's part of the Supercoach team that's been doing the racing of the BBL. He's jumped in there. Good to have you back, gents. Good to have you on board, Timmy. Uh, Broad Thompson saying thank you for the uh, Supercoach. Well, we we might as well go official. We we shout out Timmy with his official name. What do you mean? We only just give out nicknames. All right. So, yeah, all the boys that that got involved over the thing was Timmy O'Connor. Ross Mann, Guy James, Glenn Fisher, Brad Smith, Dan Hand, and Brad Thompson, uh, Broderick Thompson. Broad. And they're all good blokes, mate. They're all very, very good blokes. Um, Helped us out in the off-season. Good on you guys. They did, they did very well, too. Definitely go see Broad for the cashies. Um, the Supercoach Experience. What's up, boys? How's Fellas, it going? Loved the drunk one the other day. <laughs> <laughs> they do a drunk one Yeah Getting half cut by the end Taking a leaf out of Gregory's book con. Yeah. I like it Well done boys Good boys Luke Smith's back in there as well 
Luki. Brad Smith's in there. Henry Bryn all saying good day. Henry. Cole Bennett reckons he's starting with Turbo and Garrick. Damn. Holy crap. That's two million bucks. That's the Kiwi in you, Cole. <laughs> Dan Baddock, he's, uh, he says Toby Sexton for halfback. He's all over it. A few people are. Look, he didn't play badly when he, we came on. I just, I think there's better, better value. Um, Ezra Mann uh, is a young half from Brisbane for the Broncos. Smokey to start round one. Uh, I, I think you'll find it'll probably be A Ray and Uncle Albert. Adam Reynolds and Albert Kelly for me, I think. Yeah, Albert Kelly, you reckon's going to get the spot there? Yeah, I think. I think if you're a good coach, yes, you got to watch out because he's recruited his son. Well, he, he, uh, Kelly, about a few years ago when he was burst onto the scene, he could do Cody Walker things. He was a gun, yeah. still a gun. He came yeah. back last year and he he still had touch coming back from Super League. Oh. Yeah, I'm uh, big fan. Of- yeah, me too. Oh, if, if in saying that, what's old mate's name? The brain snapper. Um, the other little gamble. Yeah, gamble man. Like <laughs> he's got a bit of fire about him. I like his attitude. Yeah. You know, in, like, that's sort of what. If you look at South, they had A Ray and they had Cody Walker. Cody Walker's very much that same fiery, molded sort of dude. See, sometimes you need that menace. You do, and I think that. Tyson Gamble, he's just a menace, he's a little terror. Like, you would, you'd bop him, you'd just go away, back. But I mean, sometimes sometimes that can work. If you know you've got someone volatile on the opposition team, it's like, well, hey, boys, you want to play against 13 men or 12? Because I reckon I can crack that one. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's a tactic in today's game sometimes, you know? You've got to do what you've got to do to get an advantage, don't you? Uh, Benny Whitaker, I'll tell you what he reckons you should do, Con. He said, put a shirt on, big fella. You're making Bergs look bad. Yeah. Um, he also wants to know it's a bit hot out there. It's, it is bullshit. It is muggy as hell. It is, it is stinking hot. I, try, I tried to stick with the shirt as long as I could, and I was just sweating down my neck and shit. We've got to shut the aircon off. off to record so the microphones don't pick it up because, you know, we're living in style. Um, <laughs> and then, like, old, old school window mount from 20 years ago. So, you know, imagine it's quiet. Um, Kane Darcy wants to know thoughts on AJ Brimson. While we're talking on the Titans, he burnt me last year. Me bet with guys off. He gone. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I thought you, I thought you weren't supposed to play with your heart. I thought you were supposed to play. Oh, with he's, he's moving to the halves too, by the looks of it. And so he'll he'll probably be him and Sexton in the halves for the Titans. Never really played there before. Um, I'd be looking at Jaden Campbell before I looked at yeah Brimo. Yeah, me too. But the difference is you get Brimo at five eight. I understand that. Um, in saying that, Brimo. He's game breaker. He's got tries in him. You know what I mean. Well, if if he if he, I think he more importantly, if he's on Dave for fair decide when David's carrying seven blokes and just decides to flick the yeah. ball out. If he's there, he's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Brimo's near, if 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 he's near, whoever's near David for feeder, <laughs> they're getting something. Well, <laughs> I mean, he draws defenders. Well, he's just such a big dude with such like. You gotta, you gotta have three people yeah, on him. Yeah, because if you don't, he'll get through. And if he does, well, unless he's Cam Murray, the play. bastard in Origin. Yeah, Origin's a different beast. He didn't turn up. Nah, you know. No, we digress. No. Yeah, I was about to say, but that's that's how we're going to finish it up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Origin. <laughs> we'll get to Origin, all right? It's not that far away now, to be honest. How exciting is it to have footy on the horizon again? Nah, it's good, man. It is really good. It's good to get back into the swing. Yeah, that's it. Bit of routine back into the life. 
That's it, mate. It's always good. Itching for some Thursday night footy, some Friday night footy, some Saturday night footy. What did I do with my weekends anyway? I pick Reg up in October. <laughs> <laughs> See you, son. What are you talking about? Half the advantage you're having a son is sitting down next to you. Watch the footy with Dad. Shh. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening uh, to Supercoach 360 this week. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, in the coach's box. Um, as Bergs has said, stay tuned. We do have uh, a few things in the pipeline we're going to let you know about as soon as we possibly can. Uh, we'll be in touch about... Um, cashies and things like that as well if you guys want a chance to win the supercoach championship ring from supercoachchampionshiprings.com make sure you try and get a shout out for supercoach 360 so just if you manage to meet a footy or someone footy related or you can we just want stuff which looks cool so i'll share some videos through the week yeah that's it whatever you can manage we don't care go harass them at a cafe most people are pretty chill if you're pretty chill so uh, yeah, if you can get anyone to give us a bit of a video, a bit of a shout-out to Supercoach360, you will go in the draw. Please don't be sick when you go up to these people. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, depending on the team. You know, yeah, you, and when you, they're playing my team. That's it. You've got to play head-to-head on matchups. so, you know, do what you can, boys. Um, Holy moly. I did, I did bugger all shares this week. Ah, you'll be right, bro. We still had a bunch of people tune in. Thank you very much for watching on the Facebook Live. We really appreciate it. We will see you next week. Uh, stay coachy, coaches. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. Peace. <laughs>